Coming up, we're discussing how and why to add lighting texture and lighting transitions to your haunt. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the Haunted Attraction Network podcast, we bring haunters to you every weekday. We have news, education, and on-location coverage from Halloween experiences around the world. Whether you're a professional or an enthusiast, each episode helps you better prepare for Halloween. Outside of this podcast, we have videos, extra education, and even events throughout the year. You can find more information on everything we offer at the link in our show notes. Today, we have two lighting tips for you from Julia at Gantam Lighting and Controls. The first is how to add texture using what you already have at your haunt. Texture gives your scenes depth and makes them look a lot more natural. Because if you think about it, the lighting that we encounter on a daily basis, there has, there's a lot of texture in that. And as a reminder, right now, Gantam is offering a free 30-minute haunt lighting consultation with Julia, where you can ask her your specific questions. No purchase necessary, no anything like that. You just can ask her questions that you have about lighting, and she's happy to help you. You can sign up for that at gantam.com demo. That's at gantam.com demo. This isn't just for Gantam fixtures. You can ask her questions about any lighting problem that you have. And if you want to hear more lighting tips, we have a lighting class that we aired last Friday. So just check back in our feed for the show from July 1st. Okay, here we go with lighting texture. Texture, texture, texture. Shadows and textured light are really great ways to give your space more depth and create really natural looking effects. Lighting designers traditionally use metal or glass templates called gobos. These can sometimes be tree leaves or branch breakups. Sometimes they're also symbols so you can get text or really clear defined images, but that's not the only way to use textured lighting. You can use just about anything to create anything you want in terms of breakup patterns. So whether that's a tree branch as well, maybe you've got some mesh lying around or chain link fencing is a great tool to create some textured light. Really whatever you have lying around in terms of your scenic props and set dressings could make for a really compelling textured lighting look. Chances are you have something that will work for this. One word of warning, be careful about the lights you're using and the materials you're creating your textured looks with. Chances are you might be using an incandescent source or an LED source. If you're using incandescent sources, these can be quite warm. So just be mindful that whatever you're putting in front of that light is not flammable or likely to melt. If, if you have that, maybe just give it a little bit more space. You wouldn't want to find any surprises halfway through your run where things have started to drip down or potentially you have an issue with a fire hazard down the road. However, if you're using an LED source, like the Gantam IQ, for example, this is an LED source. Those are going to run much, much cooler. So you can get props and you can get these sort of different textured materials closer to the light source without any worries about melting or fire hazards down the road. So definitely check it out, but definitely also make sure you're checking your light sources and your materials for safety purposes. Safety first out there. Really great way to make some natural looking effects in your space. Try it out. 
Also an easy thing to add at the last minute, if you're looking at your lighting design and you think things are looking a little flat, really try adding some texture in there, get some shadows. It's gonna make it way more compelling for your guests who are entering these new worlds. It gives everything a richness just by adding a little bit of negative space in your lighting design. Next up, lighting transitions. Transitions are needed to ease your guests' eyes into and out of the experience and between scenes. Here's Julia again. Gradually dim the lights. Most spaces want to be dark, but if you bring your guests directly from the outdoors, especially in the middle of the day, into a pitch black room, they can't transition into the world you've just created, emotionally or visually. Generally, you want to set your light levels just a touch brighter at the beginning of your experience and then gradually lower the levels. This trick eases the guests' eyes into darker spaces, which can also make later strobe or bright light effects much more impactful. It'll also allow them to better distinguish the details of your design rather than constantly be stuck in a sort of blur as their eyes are trying to figure out what the lighting is. This actually also allows you to use even less light if you're strategic about it. The more you allow your guests' eyes to adjust gradually, the further you can push the darkness. If you find yourself having trouble at your opening scenes and spaces especially, try turning the lights up just a bit, especially if you can use practicals and motivated sources, like a lamp or other lit prop. A lot of haunts already do this naturally with their storytelling. Typically, you don't lead with your most dramatic moments. Think about your lighting the same way. Another thing to think about is light spill. To control your light levels, especially at the beginning of your haunts, you wanna use blackout curtains or doors as you can to segment your space. If your attraction entry is outdoors, every time new parties come in, you will have sunlight spill into that first room. Don't let that affect the party in front of them or even further on in your space. Plan on that first room being bright and design your lighting to support that rather than be overcome by it. And partition off further spaces so that you can continue to dim the lights. Work with the world around you. Really make sure that you're working with your guests and that they can experience everything with their eyes adjusting appropriately. And then later on, you can play with that a little bit with your strobe lights and your bright light looks. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time on the Haunted Attractions Network. Okay, that's it for today. We'll catch you back here on Monday. If you found this useful and you still have questions, remember that you can grab that free 30-minute haunt lighting consultation with Julia. You can sign up at gantum.com demo. That's G-A-N-T-O-M dot slash D-E-M-O, all lowercase, gantum.com demo. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, 
stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.